earlier on in the week we recorded episode 96 of Soccer Cards United. Now it's time for Postcards United. This is our Q&A kind of feedback audience interaction show. And uh, my name is Jason. I'm here with Enzo. Hi, Enzo. Hey, Jason. Enzo, we're over Zoom because we are deep in preparations for a busy week for Soccer Cards United. Oh my God, busy two weeks. Busy two weeks. That's right. Yeah. We're going to London on Saturday and then the Arsenal on Tuesday. We're globetrotters. Globetrotters. Um, we don't stop. We're putting in the work, Jason. Yeah, I just got my uh, visa for America. I love that. So that's exciting. Um, great to be going back to London. We put out, I put out here on Instagram asking people uh, who's going to be in London. Lots of people we know are going to be in London. Some people that we met before. Some people mm. that we we that couldn't make it, that we're going to meet for the first time. So excited to go back to London. And uh, hopefully it's not 40 degrees in England when we get there. Yeah, we have a big job. We're doing just a day trip. We're not staying overnight. So we, we have a big, big job to do, Jason. Mm. Getting stuff there, setting up, doing a show, packing it up, trying to get some food into our stomachs and getting ourselves back. We're going to die on the Sunday. Yeah, there's not even any... Uh, there's a trade night on Saturday night, I think, uh, for the London Card Show. But we can't make it because we're we're just coming in, setting up, getting out of there. Because we've got Sunday to recover, then we got to pack on Monday because we're going away on Tuesday. Yeah, we're going to the national. It was kind of a case of it was essentially do a day trip or don't go at all. And we said, let's 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 squeeze let's it go. in, let's get it, let's do it. Um, so yeah, so we have lots of uh, stuff. How's your knee, by the way? It's not great. Not great. <laughs> uh, I went to the physio. I got some exercises to do. They don't really know what happened to it, but they're like, here's exercises, and um, but it's just sore. Cause I kind of mm. I can walk on it now, so I guess I've been putting a bit too much strain on it. Sometimes, like when you're doing bits in the house, I'd be going up and down too much. I have some essentials upstairs, some essentials downstairs, and it's it's doing my knee no good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I've, yeah, I just need to ice it a bit more and just relax it. Okay. Well, hopefully, when we go to America, it's all it's all uh, oh. elevators. Oh yes. Yeah. It's all elevators and air conditioning where we're going. No more stairs, no more indoor. No, but fairness, I thought I was going to bring my crutches to, to London, but now I'm officially not, which could become problem, problematic if I kind of tweak it because then I'll be stationary in London. But you're a big man, you can carry me. Um, I, just, I, I honestly just said, yeah, I don't want to go to an airport with crutches. Like, I reckon it'll be a big ordeal. No. Although maybe we could get through kind of security quickly. Oh, we might. I might ask Rachel because she broke her knee a while back. But I'm yeah. sure she was on a plane. But she's slightly more sympathetic than you. It's true, you know. Um, anyway, let me get up the uh, the questions here. Um, uh, 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 uh. Well, before we before we yeah. kick off, I want to I want to shout out to the Europeans, especially the Spanish and the Italians, because we get loads of chronicle sales of the Serie A and the La Liga to those respective countries. Mm, that's right. Yeah. So that we haven't sold Jason a single Premier League box. It's disgraceful. That's shocking. The best league in the world. Yeah. Can What's I actually say, Pep Guardiola is a fucking terrorist. Why? I stayed up till like four in the morning and he left Haaland on the bench like a fucking sick fucker. Oh, you're watching the friendly? Yeah, he's a fucking nut job. Like, he's a terrorist. Yeah, that's what he does. That's what This Pep is going to be a nuts year. He's just all about him. That's what it is. He knew everyone. All eyes were on Haaland. So he said, no, all eyes are going to be on me. People are going to look he, at me. They're going to talk about me. He had to set the precedent and say, listen, just like every other club. player, he does what I tell him to do. Yeah, but fucking shut the fuck up. It's like that. Um, he subbed on everyone and their grandmother and just left hand. It was like a joke. Yeah. It, it was like that meme, not meme, the story about Mourinho. Do you ever hear the story of Mourinho at um, Inter Milan when um, 
Zlatan Ibrahimovic asked if he could be subbed off. Yeah. And, and Mourinho subbed on, uh, changed the goalkeeper. Changed the goalkeeper as a piss take. And Zlatan scored a goal. But listen, that's not here nor there. The point is, fuck Pep Guardiola. I'm fucking tired. Yeah. I'd say, yeah. I remember that story about Thierry Henry when he moved to Barcelona and he kept coming inside and, and Guardiola said, you have to stay out in the wing. Hug the touchline. And Henry, being Henry, kept cutting inside to score the Henry goal. Yeah. And Pep took him off. Oh, that's so, classic Pep. There you go. Um, can you see these questions? Yeah. I can see. Great. Yeah. So we're starting off with a review, which has become a little bit of a tradition. I love this. So this is actually a review from Paul, who sent us the email about Select oh, uh, last we, week. We, this guy we bullied into a review. Yes. We said, oh, you can send an email, but you can't. Actually, you said, I don't want to take credit for it. You said, oh, you can send an email, but you can't do a review. And then he did. Okay. Damn, um, so this is from Paul from Apple Podcasts in the United States of America. Five stars, stellar podcast. Entertaining and informative. And I'm not just saying that because I've pinned all my future hopes and dreams on their purchase and sale recommendations. I truly enjoy the show. And if I go bankrupt by following their advice, I'll simply just live my remaining days on the street and panhandle just enough money to keep my iPhone connected and continue to download the show. Uh, shout me out now and then, lads. And to all those who read this, please rate, review and subscribe. Cheers. Oh, that's very nice. That's an unbelievable review. That's a funny review as well, I would say. It's funny. It's it's charming. It's it's very helpful to us. There's a call to action at the end. There's a call to action. We should have... I wish there was a website where we could review the reviews. <laughs> that's that's a moneymaker. That's the moneymaker right there. You yeah. could make it an NFT somehow. Yes, exactly. We could turn our reviews into NFTs and sell them. Make more money. Um. So thank you, Paul, for that. That was <laughs> selling selling your reviewers is sick. Yeah, can you imagine? Oh my god. Um. Right. Let's see. Okay, this is an email from Jonathan, who's in Toronto, Canada. Must be. And nice. he says, "Hello, guys. I'm being all proper now and asking questions via email. We're getting more and more email. Uh... They're easier to get to. I feel like there's very few emails that get left unread or unopened. That's true. You send us an email, we're reading it." Mm. Uh, okay, this is not actually It's not only a question actually But it could trigger Jason a bit Which is also fun oh, That's good that's The audience fun. is now trying to just trigger me um, Thoughts on the upcoming National debut logo On the uh, Tops Road to UEFA Nations League final See image attached I kind of like it really But at the same time I feel this could become a whole new thing now Previous rookie cards of players Wearing their national jersey Could end up being considered Their national debut uh, while only those featuring the club's affiliation, the club affiliation will remain their true rookie cards. What do you think? P.S. Love the show. Keep it up. Jonathan at link.ink.archive. Um, so, Enzo, I prepared a little couple of slides on this so that we can have some examples to discuss. I love that, Jason. That's uh, you're, you're working hard. Yeah, I did some. There was some good pre-production on this one. Can I say before we kick that off, I would be of the belief I would love if that became a thing. Yeah. Hobby wise, I think that's like a real soccer thing that that could really come into effect. Of you have their rookie for their club, and then their first appearance as the national team can be the national debut, which we should kind of hold in a regard. I think that would be cool. I agree. So we're going to go through two tops cards and two Panini cards, and kind of try and work out the company's logic and see if we can kind of find a consistent. I have a feeling we're about to see a, a Jaden Sancho rated rookie in here in an England kit. We're not. But oh, good guess. Right, so. 
First of all, we have the one that, that Jonathan sent in, which is Gavi. So Gavi in the Nations upcoming Nations League set has the uh, national debut thing. And we know this is Gavi's 2021-22 as Gavi's debut season. And this is also the national debut of the national debut logo. Oh. I believe that. National debut debut. There you go. Um, so this one matches up pretty well, actually. So this is so Gavi made his uh, senior football debut on the 29th of August 2021, which was the season that he's a rookie for in La Liga. And then he made his international debut like a month and a half later uh, in a Nations League finals game. So that makes sense. So all of his cards from 2021-22 for Barcelona are rookie cards. And then Tops are saying he made his national debut in the Nations League. So he gets a national debut, not a rookie. Okay. That's good. I mean, they could they could have just put a rookie logo on there. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. It's, they're trying to put weight on the national debut, and I respect that. Yeah, I respect that too. They're they're like having a go at something a bit innovative. And then you have from the same set, uh, Lucas Ucic, who is also a rookie in the Champions League sets uh, this year, 21-22. Mm. Uh, so he made his international debut on the 9th of October, 2021, in a World Cup qualifier. So the Nations League is not... It was this season that he's a rookie, but it wasn't in the Nations League. Therefore, the Nations League was not his national debut. The World Cup qualifiers were, so they can't give him a national debut in the Nations League set. You assume that, but like that's a future stars, so it wouldn't probably have. That's true. Um, uh, like his base card could have a national debut, at which point we have another debate on our hands. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, what I'm hoping is, I'm hoping that the logic that I just described is the logic they're using, which is saying like, if you make your national debut in this competition, then you can have a national debut card on the Nations League. National debut logo on the Nations League card. If you make your international debut elsewhere, then you can't have your national debut on the Nations League card. Do you know what? I'm, I'm pulling this up from Bundesliga paper, Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, Gabriel Vidovic for Bayern Munich, a midfielder. Uh, yeah. Can see that. And it, it's a future stars and it has a rookie logo. Okay. So maybe your logic of... If it was national debut, they would also. Why would they not have that logo on on the cards? Maybe maybe you're right. Okay, let's let's hope so. Now, interestingly, just to make it more complicated, Lukas Ucic made his senior debut in the Austrian Bundesliga and in the Champions League. Not this season, where he's a rookie in the Champions League sets, but last season. Mm. But we'll give it the tops. He probably wasn't senior enough in the squad or something. They didn't. Yeah, they missed it. They missed it. So it's this season. He's a rookie he, this season. You're telling me he could have been part of the Jude class. I'm telling you, he could have been technically part of the Jude class. Yeah. Could have had a tops now or something. Um, so that's so I think if we give them the benefit of the doubt and assign that logic that I mentioned to them, yeah, then this set makes sense. That they're doing well. And maybe they could share notes with the next company, which is Panini. Now, these cards I've taken from eBay, you can see the seller information down the bottom. Um, right. So here's Kareem Adeyemi. Now you you tell me what you think of this center, right? So he made his senior debut for Red Bull Salzburg in the Austrian Bundesliga in June 2020, mm. um, which is part of the 2019-20 season. He made his international debut on the 5th of September 2021 in a World Cup qualifier. This card is from 2021-22, this year's Obsidian, where he has a rookie logo. But he made his... He's part of the Jude class. Yeah. So so now I'm totally confused. Panini don't give a fuck. They respect themselves and only themselves. <laughs> That's what that is. They just don't care. They don't care. So they, but they're kind of saying he's a rookie 
but they're not like saying for any particular event or anything. They're just saying oh, for no reason other than this is the first time we've got to print him on a premium product, so we're sticking our logo on it, even though this was we're a year late. Yeah, so that's. Like that. But it would be good. Like, let's say this was Kareem Adeyemi's first uh, German card. Mm-hmm. Is it? You, I think it might be. Yeah, it could be. I think it might be because he wasn't in the squad for the Euros, so he's not in Mosaic or anything like that. You're saying if they had a bit of innovation where they just called it international debut. They could just call it international debut as well, yeah. That'd be great. Devaluing their own rookie card logo. Yeah. Because look at this. Here's Donny Marlon, right? Mm. And he made his senior debut back in 2018 in the Eredivisie. He made his international debut in a Euro 2020 qualifier in 2019. And in 2021, when they released Euro 2020 Mosaic, they gave him an RC logo. So, yeah. so these so these guys are just all over the place. Not great. I, I wouldn't hate. Uh, well, no, see, the thing it. about it is, is that this is this is the Euro twenty twenty set mosaic, and he made his debut in a Euro twenty twenty qualifier. So we've talked about the difference between qualifiers and the competition before. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like, was could have gotten an RC logo in a road to Euro twenty twenty set. I was going to say, did they not make a road to the Euro set? No, they just made a prism and a... They made select. Select and a mosaic, wasn't it? Yeah, I think the select was a preview set or something. Yeah, I remember that that tournament obviously took place a year later than it was supposed to, so that's an extra bit of a weird one. Um, yeah. I don't hate a player playing their debut. If their debut is in the Euro qualifier, I don't hate them having a rookie, quote-unquote, rookie logo in the tournament In the competition. Itself. However... Consider again, this is another scenario where national debut would have would have made sense. Hopefully, Panini follow. I think that's a good move by Tops calling it national debut. Like I'm saying, if this Donny Malin card and that set was made by Tops in this current logic, that would have yeah. a national debut logo on it, and it wouldn't be as red flaggy as as that is with a rookie logo. Exactly. So that's all this to say that I am actually I wasn't triggered by by this national debut. I actually think it's a good idea. Yeah, and I love that they've done it with a player who could have had a rookie logo. So national debut isn't an excuse to exactly. give, a, give exactly. a logo to a random player, make them significant. They're taking a rookie and saying, listen, we know he's a rookie, but you know what? This is also, they're, they're putting equal weight. National debut have an equal weight as a rookie logo. Yeah, this is its own thing. And I love that. I love that as well. I think that's really good. And it's important as well because Tops are getting, I think, the Euros license. Yeah, the Euro, yeah. So this is going to all come into play. Uh, but now here's time. one. Yeah. Does national debut only count for senior international or will the under 21 road to championship 21, blah, blah, blah. Does that count as a national debut or probably not? Well, I think in, a, in the Bowman product, you're either going to have just Bowman or first Bowman. Yeah, I don't think they'll get into It's not a national debut. It's not. Yeah, but it, you're right. It could all get quite complicated. Yeah, one mistake and the whole one, thing. Yeah, one apart. mistake and the whole thing falls apart. It's like, we don't necessarily need to see the logic right now, but like over the course of two, three, five sets, it has to be consistent. It has to be consistent. Otherwise, just don't do it, please. Yeah. Because you can't end up like this. This is just disgraceful. What goes on with Panini. That's shocking. Yeah. Like at least, because at least Tops are demonstrating that they're thinking about it. Panini are just like, we don't care. We don't care. We don't even really have the licenses for these teams. We just print the cards and nobody notices. Um, Right, so what's the next one? Okay. There's another email. Okay. Um, and I, I didn't even ask for questions on Instagram and Twitter because I there's too many emails. You just got enough questions. So this is kind of a long email from Mike A, who's in America. Right, and I'll read it now. Hi, guys. Love the pod. 
Thank you. You may not know this, but soccer is by far the most popular youth sport in America. The reason it hasn't translated on, into on-field success is, uh, one, uh, most coaching was poor, somebody's dad, not a real coach. And two, the best athletes eventually all switched to basketball, baseball, US uh, American football, where they see guys signing seven, eight, nine contract figure, uh, figure contracts. It's the only reason that you see US players getting millions to play uh, soccer, especially overseas. So the top of the funnel in the US is pretty full. The World Cup in 2026 won't really affect the volume of young players much. It's those next steps where the U.S. has been slowly improving, partially due to the large Hispanic population in places like Texas and California, where coaching has been taken more seriously, and guys like Pulisic getting paid the big bucks. Uh, sincerely, uh, Mike. Oh, P.S., uh, reason three, you had to go overseas at like 16. Most U.S. kids wouldn't even consider that. I had a friend many years ago who got an offer from a lower European side to join them instead of going to college here, and he chose college, sadly. Mm. Mm. I, mean, I want to just dig into one part of that and just the most popular youth sport is soccer i would say that includes men and women so that yes uh, for sure yeah statistic could be skewed yeah i actually have a look at that no no yeah so the thing about it is i have this thing from the sports and fitness industry association of america i guess and they have percent uh, numbers playing for 13 to 17 year olds so i imagine soccer is even more popular for even younger kids. Yeah. Like younger kids aren't playing American football and tackling each other and everything, you know, I presume at like 10 or 11. Yeah. I think NFL has taken a big hit because of the whole concussion stuff. Yeah, exactly. So like um, number of kids in 2019, age 13 to 17 playing baseball is like 2 million. Basketball is 3 million. Um, Tackle football is 1.4 million. Again, that's because they don't want young kids playing Full contact NFL, I think. Mm. And then soccer is uh, 1.475 million. So that's like basically soccer and tackle football are tied there. Mm. In um, 2019. In 2019. And then it's like, that's fine. But then when they get into high school, like when they get into college and beyond that, they get sucked kind of into the US sports. Because if you go to college, like, so- one, most soccer players don't go to college. They 1.4 million is a stupid. Like all them numbers are very low. Yeah. But it's regular, like they're saying regular basis in 2019. Yeah. So that's basically the kids that play. And so, like, um, I actually got I got one from the current world champions, France. And they have the number of licenses issued with the French Football Federation in 2019. So that's basically if you're mem- a membership, if you're a member of a football club. And between uh, 15 and 19 there's 300,000 10 to 14 there's 500,000 and 2024 there's like nearly 200,000 so it's like a similar amount of young people playing soccer in France as it is in the US even though the US is like four times the population of France or something hmm. maybe even more way more I think so that gives us like a huge ceiling um, you know and especially that's 2019 um I think the numbers are, are probably dramatically changing in a, in a positive trend for soccer uh, since then. Maybe. Who, well, there was a pandemic in between. Oh, but that's going to affect it, of course. Yeah. But then as Mike says, the problem is when they get to that age of like 16, 17, 18, and they have to decide what to do. Yeah, yeah. And there's no like, they're like, okay, I, I want to make, let's say, let's say I, I could be like, I could go pro at soccer, I could go pro at basketball. And it's like, well, who's going to pay me a seven-figure contract, an eight-figure contract, nine-figure contract? More likely, if I go play college soccer, unlikely. If I go play mm. college basketball and I'm really good, 
I could get into the draft. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, no, I get it. So basically it sounds like we just need more money in American soccer. Yeah, we just you need to see more success stories like Pulisic. People see the numbers they're getting per week and go, oh, oh, oh hold on a minute. Yeah. Let and then also, like, it. if you had the option not to like to get to earn that, but not necessarily have to leave home when you were 16. Yeah. But like, even in Ireland, like, people leave home at eight, nine, 10 to, to pursue, go to England or whatever, stay with a family there, like that, that kind of vibe. Yeah. I suppose it's just, so, it's just easier. Like, it's easier if you're Irish going to England or you're French going to Spain or something. Then, you know, like, even Christian Pulisic, like, his family is Croatian. That's how he got the, yeah. the European, uh, Link. Link and European passport and like wasn't necessarily afraid of going to Europe. Like, so if you had teams, if you could like sign a big quote unquote rookie contract in for an MLS team, that's when like it'll really kick off. That's true. I think. Um, so yeah, that was an interesting breakdown I thought from Mike. Yeah, there's huge, huge uh, barriers and obstacles to overcome to, to really get it going. But I think it's definitely... Based on everything that has been happening in the last 10 years, you can only say it's going in the right direction. Mm. All right, this is an interesting one from Martin on Instagram. Uh, Martin says, I sent in a couple of uh, a question a couple of weeks ago about the new judo. I would be interested to hear if your, uh, your thoughts about it, if it adds value to his RC full autographs or not. Mm. Um, I hadn't actually noticed this until Martin asked it's, me about it. It's the first I've seen of it, but it makes sense. Yeah. Um, so basically for anyone listening, there's the Jude Bellingham has a new autograph. You can just Google 2021 Jude autograph or something. And it's like just a J and a B kind of stylized J and a B as opposed to some sort of more extravagant attempt to sign his name, which he used to do back in the day, back in the day we're on all his rookie autos. Hmm. Um, we have one, do we? Yeah. The image variation. Uh, oh, the, the stadium club. Oof. That's a tasty card, I have to say. Of 50, that's a beaut. Yeah. Um, underrated, Jason. I think we don't even rate it as high as we should. Yeah, we were the, I mean, that was one that like I probably wouldn't have picked up on eBay, but then when we saw it at the last London card show. I can't even remember the trade we did to get it, but I feel like we did very well. Yeah, I think so. Although maybe we'll see the person again at this London card show, so don't make them too confident. Be like, hey. Listen. I want, I want, I want a good trade this time. Can I just say a couple of things? I think the rookie card autograph is always going to be more desired than any post-year autograph. So I don't even think his change of autograph necessarily changes it. Like I see Hyungman Son did a similar thing, and I think his cool, super long ones are way better than his new one. Um, I think it's a classic situation. It's it's almost concerning that players are deciding to shorten their thing. It's like how many are well, they're they're signing, asking yeah. them to sign. Uh, but you can also look at this, and this kind of comes back to what we were saying last week, Jason. Um the issue that Tops kind of had recently with autographs and authenticity. Mm. Like, even though for me, it's it's very obvious that Jude Bellingham just changed his auto style because he was doing so much of it and whatever. You could also look at that and go, hmm, is it authentic? You know, what's going on here? And like, the only reason you'd have that doubt is because of how everything else was handled prior to that. Um, now, it's been graded by Panini, I do think, or by PSA. I do think it is authentic. I'm sure he just altered his style of signing. Yeah, because he just said, I'm not writing my full name anymore. It's yeah. exhausting. But there is also like an element of doubt when you're seeing all the other kind of autograph questionability going on. You mean like now is not the time to change your autograph? Yeah, Jew, don't do it. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. But that, that's the one-on-one from the... Mason Mount set. 
Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see that there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks very similar to the... Remember that we, we, had a, we had a person messaging us saying they want to meet up with the Mikoku 101 yeah, was and that, the Jude. Was that supposed to be today or yesterday or tomorrow or something? Is he in Ireland? Yeah, I think so. No. Was that what that was? Yeah. It wasn't at the show, no? No. Um, do you know that? Do you remember the name? No. This is a disaster. I'll say this while you're talking. Um, we may have missed an important message. I'm like going through the messages in a bit of a panic. Uh, let me see if I can. I was going to say that for a player that has as many rookie cards as Jude, like it's not doesn't make that much of a difference because I think like for a player that has as many rookie cards, as many rookie autos as Jude has, as many numbered rookies, all that stuff. Like how many one-on-one Jude autographs are there? There's a lot in his rookie year. Hmm. So like, I think the difference between his rookie autos and his later autos is, is different to someone that doesn't sign a lot. Can't find it. Can't find that message? Okay, well, I'll, we'll have a look after the podcast and see if we can do what something. The 21st? I don't remember. Yeah, 19th don't is in my head. Bad, bad, bad stuff from us there. But as I say, we're very busy. Um, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll do something. Uh, so yeah, I think the new Jude autograph is is grand. Doesn't really make a difference because I don't think his his later autos are going to be that important anyway. Uh, yeah, but he's saying that will it add value to his rookie full auto? I don't think so. I think rookie autos being rookie autos is where their value comes from. Yeah, and I also think like. There's a lot of factors that aren't required to lift Jude Rokio prices mm. because there's so many. True. You know, like it's like if you want a Jude Auto, something does a kind of a supply squeeze, you can go and get one. It's true. All right. This is from Kevin, who was helping us with the uh, Tylenol and Advil conversation that we had uh, on Monday. So he says, Firstly, the Tylenol and Advil suggestions about the national are because the average age of a national attendee is north of 50, you'll be fine. Now, that I had not considered, Enzo, age. that the national might not be a young man's game. Can I say I might need Tylenol and Advil with my knee? Yeah, you might need some, some painkillers. So maybe I won't be fine, Kevin. Did you ever think of that? Hmm. But I think usually, if you hadn't been injured, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're young, you're fit, you're healthy, you can you can do it. Second, um, I'm only there Thursday yeah. to Saturday, but I do hope to meet up at some point. I still think, Jason, that we're flat out on our feet busy. We need to get our shit ready for Saturday for London. But I think mm-hmm. we should try pick maybe the Saturday night or the Friday night and try. I was thinking Saturday because when Kevin said Saturday, I was thinking, yeah, most people are going to be there Saturday. Saturday. That's logically I, the. I think we should suss out the venue, wherever it's at. Mm-hmm. Pick Pick a local a local bar. If it, I don't even know. It's probably going to be jam, jam-packed weekend, but I don't know. Yeah, well, I imagine it's going to be, everywhere's going to be busy because it's, you know, but maybe, maybe like we won't even have time for that. Maybe it'll just be like, we're going to meet here in the daytime. True. If people are driving in, you know, they might not be staying. No, it's true. You're not wrong. We're just being Irish about it. Yeah, well, we're kind of just like, well, we're, our hotel is a, a few minutes walk away. We're fine. Um, yeah, yeah, but we'll yeah. definitely do something. I'm thinking the Saturday. Yeah, we're thinking of Saturday. We'll okay. do something. 
So, um, Kevin, if you know what time, kind of like, are you? Well, he said he'd be only know. there Thursday to Saturday, so he's obviously leaving at some so point he's, Saturday or morning. Um, the Friday could no, be the surely one. no. He, he's going to be there all day Saturday, surely. Only there Thursday, Leave Saturday to, evening. I don't know something about that Friday. Friday, Saturday. Listen, mm. we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But people, people have to go to work on Friday. Yeah, but they finish work on Friday, probably early enough to get. To, I mean, I guess the national's far away. Show finishes around five or six or something. Oh, wait, does it does it do Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Is that the it's Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Okay, wow, 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 wow. This is how busy we are. We need to figure out all this. Um, right now, this is also this is from Jeremy. He left this comment on YouTube. Look at that YouTube um, background, Jason. When are you taking up the graphic designer uh, awards? <laughs> graphic design is my passion. Um, so no, I I literally do every piece of graphic design through gritted teeth. I'm like fucking move that over. Can I say someone offered to do our blogs for us, Jason? And I don't want to check the blogs now. I don't know if you don't check it now. Don't check it. Listen, we have Just listeners. We have listeners reaching out. I'm not going to name names. Listeners reach out saying I can do the blog. If Jason can, I'll do it. If you said down this bad, just let me know. <laughs> I will happily do a blog on your behalf. And I'm just thinking, Jason, just fucking copy. Just get it. No, I will. I will. Um, so Jeremy on YouTube says, your Tylenol Advil taste make me laugh out loud. I think it's paracetamol in the UK, right? So it's, pan- it's uh, paracetamol. So it's like Panadol and stuff. Mm. So it's like a mild painkiller over the pain counter killer. kind of job. Yeah. Uh, also, at last year's premier auctions party, which I... Premier auctions. That's not the VIP thing. That's pristine auctions. Okay, so make a note of that. Mental note ends. So premier auctions party. Mm. They raffled off a bunch of signed jerseys, including a messy signed Barca jersey, and they gave everyone a random autograph photo. Wow. Okay. I was able to trade for a bunch of soccer players, Johan Cruyff, Falcao, Harry Kane, for almost nothing, and saw a Pele and a Beckham auto floating around, so it's worth going. Now that's cool. Because we imagine we got like a an NFL player or something, and we were like, we don't want this. And then there's some guy with a soccer soccer autograph photo thing, the exact same thing. That's Diego Maradona or something. No, I get it. Pretty cool stuff. Flip a few bits. Um, my best tip is to go through because we asked for tips for the national. We didn't get mm. a great amount of tips submitted, but listen, uh, thank you to Jeremy. My best People tip don't want to give away their tips. value boxes, huh? People don't want to give away their tips. That's it. They're, they're, that's all their little hacks that they won't share with us. They'll tell us after. Do you know what I did at the National, lads? You should have done that. Oh, lads, you should have. Uh, anyway, my best tip is to go through value boxes for soccer. Most US dealers only know the biggest names uh, in the US. So Pulisic, Ronaldo, Messi, Mbappe, Haaland, etc. And lots of good cards can be fa- had for cheap. I loaded up on Chronicles and Mosaic rookies of Serie A and La Liga guys from 2019-2020. And so it sounds like there might be a sweet, sweet Andrea Pinamonti somewhere in a value box. Oh, they're definitely Listen, I have two of them up here staring at me. They look beautiful. An of 23 great uh, rookie ticket and an of 25 mm. mosaic that was gifted to us by Mike. Um, I, I don't picture you thumbing true value boxes at, at a card show, Jason. Why? I just don't know how. I think you're going to be, you're almost going to be like a fly on the wall that everyone mm. can notice because you're really tall. You're you're gonna be walking around like a detective, I think, just looking around and going, "What's going on here? 
what are they doing over there? I don't think you'll be not. I think it's you're almost too you're too secluded if you're just in a value box. If you're at one table, flick a throw box. I think just yeah. you're not gonna like. There's too much happening around you that you're not aware of in that scenario. That's is what true. I feel. I need to always have my back to a wall so that I know there's nothing going on back here. This is completely yeah. safe, and I'm the the field of view yeah. is kind of this way. And I guess yeah. I'll I'll get to thumb through some value box. I think, and you'll yeah. kind of you'll have your one eye on me going right. He's there. He's minding his business. What else is happening <laughs> in the room at all time? Um. Well, we're bringing a camera and microphones. Um, Great. so we're going to be, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking I could, you know, really have a nice, nice shot of you coming through value boxes mm. and you're wearing a kind of a lapel mic so we can hear you talking to the guy. Oh yeah. Oh, you're going, how much for this? And he's going, that's free. That's Andrea Pinamonte. You can have that. That's, that's, that's fine. Don't worry about that. You're like, yes. Um, I think I might go through what's going to happen is, and I think. I think I'm going to be hesitant for so long that by the time I feel confident to go get in there and get my hands dirty, all the good stuff's going to be gone. Mm. I think in day you one know, that's is my a big worry. day. Well, because we're in there early with the VIP access. Yeah, so we, we're getting early early business. Yeah, we can do it. We can get our business done early and then spend the next few days relaxed. We'd be like Liverpool. Get our transfers done early. Exactly. Yeah, and just right. enjoy Darwin pre-season. Zane, let's go to America. Let's do our tour of America now. Mm. So, I don't know. That's a good advice, though, from, from, from Jeremy. I appreciate that. And you can still send us in your tips for the national, not just to read on the show. We actually do need them. Like, Yeah, we, we're, we're down bad. We're down bad. We don't know what we're doing. Uh, Zorn was a lefty, commented on YouTube, was listening to, was listening to the pod. But had to come mm. to YouTube to leave a comment. He's cross-platform. I love that. Uh, the lads chatting about Tyler on Advil had me laughing out loud. That was a classic SCU moment, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, That's one thing I have to say about the podcast being on YouTube. I, I like the comment section. Oh, you like that there's a place for people to verbally chat? Yeah. I'd love if like I could go onto like our Spotify podcast page and there was like a you know thread under the episode that we could read. Do you, do you know that's similar to like uh, SoundCloud used to do that? It was like a you could comment and then as you're at mm. a different point in it, the, that exact point will have the comment. That's cool. Yeah, that'd be great. Like that mm. kind of thing. Just you know, because like this, like Zormas at had to come over to YouTube and say, right, I know you'll see it here, and everyone else will see it. You know, on Apple Podcasts, it's kind of like it's like a solitary. Experience echo chamber, yeah, yeah. It's an echo chamber, it's an echo chamber, it's an echo chamber featuring us. I mean, I'm tired and now because of Pep Guardiola. That's all the questions. Let me see how far into the show we are, Mr. Flynn. Oh, we're oh my god, but like I'm like 35 minutes into my recording, so I think we're good. Yeah, no, that's where I'm at, Jason. I did it at the start. So, okay, do you have any? That was that was a big that flew no, by. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think of what to bring to the national, what to bring to, to London. Mm. London's easier. We've done it before. We kind of have a vibe to it. We're and we have a table, so we know there's space. But like, like, do we have some like Formula One dynasty? Like, Jason, do we bring that and do we try instead of trying to sell it? Do we go right? We've seen a messy card we like, and your man's telling us it's worth 2000. So here we are with a dynasty box going, listen. I could trade you this. You give me a bit of cash on top. Give me the messy, and then boom. You know, do you do a bit of that? You know, because I think a lot of people like trading because it's it's tax tax efficient. 
it's tax efficient and it's like very traditional in the hobby to trade. Fun. It's fun. It's fun. I want to get. Yeah. I would love. I'd love to get. In, this is the thing. I'd love to get involved in a big trade, Jason. Right. So I'd love to bring enough things that I can trade into a big trade. Yeah, and say, what about this to sweeten the deal? And then what if I added a refractor, Alexis Putieles on top, and they're like, "You're way yeah. off me. You're way off. You're way off." This we're, Mac we're so, Jones. We're so this Mac Jones is worth a thousand, hundred and fifty thousand, and you're like, "Why? Just this? Yeah." Just this. Yeah. Meanwhile, Pep Guardiola won't let Haaland play so our fucking blue-red fusion can become this staple. Are we bringing that back to London on Saturday? I don't know about that. I don't know. See, I I feel like no one, with all due respect to the UK hobby, I don't think anyone's coming in and going, there's a Haaland, here's fucking five grand, here's six grand, here's seven grand. I don't see, I see that happening at the Nationals. I'm, I'm dead ass. No, I think you're right. I mean, that's when we said to the guys at uh, I don't know who I can't remember who we bought it off. Um, team team trading cards. Team team trading cards. Um, we bought that off them and the, the at the Tottenham show. Yeah, and it was like, oh wow, there's some big business going on over there. Yeah, it was like boom. Yeah. So, but we never. I never get the feeling that so they didn't even act surprised. But that was a good negotiating tactic because someone walked up to our table in London on Saturday and said, I'd like to spend £5,000. I would act surprised. You'd be shook. I wouldn't just go, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Let me get out of the case for you. Let me do it. You know, I'd be like, whoa. We have oh, a lot to learn. see your bank statements. <laughs> Are you good for it? Listen, um, it's yeah. a tough one. It's a tough one, Jason. Um I think we mostly bring wax to London. Yeah, we yeah, can yeah. have this conversation off off the air. <laughs> <laughs> can we? All right, go on, Jason. Yeah. All right, I uh, will see you on Monday for uh, a pre-departure episode ninety-seven. <laughs>